0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about Zurich, Munich Pride,
1: and we have part one of our interview with Martha Lawton from the podcast Squanderlust.
0: Welcome, my friends, to The Kindness Project. I am joined by a man who... Apparently bought my co-host a gift, but didn't think about getting me one. And a girl who's just got a brand new Alexa. It's Russell and Charlotte. How are we? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, where's my gift? I'm penniless now, so... You're penniless. You're Pennyless. You not moving
1: out in September.
0: <laughs> you are absolutely brassy, because you've spent all your money on Charlotte, yeah? Totally. No, it was uh, it was an echo that uh yeah, and upgraded, and I thought Charlotte might like it for university. Amazing, thank you, Russ. That is, as befitting of the podcast, a very very kind thing to do. Um, well done on that. Uh, what's been happening then, Russ? We haven't seen you for a while, have we? Because we've been on our no, sort you, of hollypops so, You was away, and there was no Wi-Fi last time we tried this.
1: Yeah. It's so true. yeah,
0: I did miss you.
1: Oh, oh cheers,
0: thanks, mate. Russ. Yeah. So yeah, we had we had a bit of Wi-Fi trouble, didn't we? So we had to I'm, scrap I'm, it. I'm just sitting there wondering. Now I can actually see what you're wearing. Now I'm wearing a cushion. A cushion is and a, nothing else. Oh, lovely. You,
1: you can clearly see the collar of his shirt. Sort of uh, just, uh, don't break the illusion. I'm just wearing a
0: you're cushion. Take, you're taking the leap out of my book, then. Yeah, going naked to meetings, yeah, that's it, (laughs) spot on. Um, No, I'm wearing a a blue shirt, mate, there you go, what you like? Very nice. Quite a nice blue shirt, actually, but I'm just resting my chin, because we're doing this, we're recording live from our sofa. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Um, So I'm resting my chin on a little cushion. Where about to do a casual podcast than on your sofa? Well, you know what? I think all podcasts should be from the sofa, don't you? That's right. It's a bit of like an informal style to the... Fun fact, hey, the first time we
1: recorded the podcast,
0: it was just two chairs and a mic. Two chairs and a mic. We didn't even have a laptop. Um, yeah, i I had a have, laptop. Yeah, I mean, we, we've recorded in all sorts of places. We've recorded abroad. Right. We've recorded here. We've recorded from the sofa, from the table. I've never done it naked. No, no way. Really? About, uh, Have I had time when you had the camera off? <laughs> no. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Usually um, that's what I do in our interviews. Switch camera off and turn me top off.
1: <laughs> 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 Interview in
0: topless <for> bro. <laughs> Interviewing Ross. To- it's, it's, it's almost as good as cooking topless for Ross. Rust interviews. Watch out to Stephen Bartlett interviewing top news for us. is going to be the new new top podcast. Um, Just out of interest, Charlotte, what stories can we share about our travels that won't get us in a lot of trouble? Quite
1: a few. Went swimming in a lake. We went
0: swimming in Lake Zurich, Russ. I did see it. Is that the one uh, where you posted the pictures from over the sea? (laughs) <laughs> no. So that we we actually went swimming in Helsinki and that yep. was by the sea. Yeah. But we also went swimming in the lake. Now what I didn't realize. Oh yeah, it was us... cold enough though, wasn't it? Sorry? The lake had a little cold around it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I Not the it. entire lake, just the bit you could swim in, but yeah, I didn't see it. um uh but here, here's what I didn't realise. I yeah, you know like you learn a new thing every day about people you thought you knew really well. Yeah. Charlotte
1: Russ. she don't like tap water. We already discussed this last episode. Oh. Oh, Maybe yeah. more appropriate to this story is that, that you learned I have a fear of... Oddly enough, that down. was
0: on the episode that I couldn't make it for. And yeah, I did listen to it back and I was disgusted with the sound of that tap, tap water. Well, it, it was it was an interesting conversation. However, apparently lake water, absolutely fine.
1: It's a lot better.
0: Lake I water? Lake water, water. is the purest form of water, isn't it? Is it? That's, a, that's just pure rainwater in lake. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Not when I've had my spray buddy in it, it's not. I'm letting off all sorts of stuff it's moving water, isn't it? It's, it doesn't matter. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Don't go okay. trying to drink out in the Thames, but well, I, the Thames is pretty disgusting, isn't it? Let's be honest. I mean, <laughs> as as water goes, I think I'd rather drink out Lake Jupiter in the Don't Thames. So yeah. Them.
1: Don't go there's down
0: the Alchemist, is the canary wealth and think I'm going for a dip. No. There's
1: probably a lot more like bones at the bottom of the Thames than there is at Lake Zurich.
0: What why would
1: you say that, though? Uh, because people used to throw dead bodies, uh, dead animal carcasses. Welcome, oh, ladies
0: and gents, it. to this podcast about all that's good in the world I would have with a little that bit happened. of a conversation about dead bodies being slung in the Thames. I would have know, said uh, that happened everywhere, though. Well, their bodies been slung in in large bodies of water. Yeah, because they've they've never been really well. Back in the day, they was never really careful about where they put their waste. What say?
1: <laughs> Not really, Ross. No. no. But would you rather I talk about what else I've become um, very interested in? Oh this yeah, waist. go on, go on then. Flies. Flies. Yes. And um, just
0: the baddie pins that go round your head. Yeah is that the is it if you open the oxford english dictionary russ is that the definition flies the buzzy things that go around your I head wasn't, i wasn't sure if you had been to the german pride with yeah. well yeah. well yeah. let's talk a about few that men walking around when their zips undone let's talk about that yeah exactly that could be that no. fly um let's talk about how amazing Munich Pride was Mm -hmm. right so we did go to Munich Pride
1: by accident
0: by accident we didn't know what was going on and then we saw one or Charlotte saw one particular boy in stripy multicolored socks googled Munich Pride and then suddenly we're in the middle of Munich Pride but let me tell you a little story that Highlights the generosity of the crowd in Munich Pride. Right, so we're in the middle of Munich Pride. Charlotte's chatting to um, uh, a fella, uh, uh, not a fella, a fella, yeah. a fella um, at Munich Pride, <laughs> um, and um, he just lovely, lovely fella turns around and went, "Here, I have a rainbow flag." Uh, I've got ten in my bag, and my intention is to give them all away. You didn't build it up all that well, you know. What? I'm, I'm right like on the edge of my seat. This cage is really going to do something extraordinary. He gave away a few flags. No, they were massive. The flag, the flags were. Big. They were
1: about my body height.
0: They were, they were full body flags. Yeah. And he'd intentionally bought more so he could. Do a kind of to give a, it away. I'm more interested to hear where you ended up in a police car. Um uh well, you could have a go at the police car. Now I walk up to the thing, and all sorts of different people us are having a go at the police car. So you got you've got young people, you've got older people, and what you basically get to do is wear a police hat and wave a like stop. Police sign at the window of a very cool great. Little, little mini uh, German police car, right? Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, so did I. And the, I'm sure you'd have a go. Charlotte, on the other hand, not keen. Why didn't you give me a go, Charlotte?
1: Didn't want to.
0: Didn't want to. Oh, no. To go for school. Too go for school. Um, uh, but here's what we're going to do. We are uh, without a question of the podcast this week, so we are going to make this week's question of the podcast the following. What is um, the most unusual thing you've done that you've really enjoyed? Okay. Russ, what's yours? Uh, Cooking, definitely cooking. What's the most unusual thing you've cooked that you've really enjoyed? Made sausages go so on it's quite difficult yeah in terms of getting the meat for the grinder and into the sausage basically oddly enough once you start getting formed sausage it's really really satisfying is it me or is russ really enjoying saying the word sausage <laughs> do you want to say sausage again, Russ? but it's one of them things you try and try and try what are you making <laughs> He's trying to think of a word that isn't sausage to bangers. describe a sausage. Bangers. <laughs> it's, worse really it it's Bangers is next... worse. Bangers is worse. Right. So what? What are for the, for the for our international audience of listeners who don't know who who doesn't know a local colloquialism like bangers? Colloquialism. What? Colloquial, colloquialism. <laughs> um, uh, what uh, what are bangers, Russ? Well, going back to your uh, your German police story, it'd be a beer Frankfurter. Frankfurt, a good word. Me and too. and for somebody who doesn't know what Frankfurters are, Russ, what are they? Living under a rock.
1: Meat tube.
0: Meat tube. Apparently, <laughs> we could call a sausage. Why, why, are you, why are you not saying sausage now, Russ? Where? Why are you not saying sausage? I,
1: look, look, all you've got to do... Come like, on, this... enjoy making sausages. Right. Uh, on the counter. of three, we'll all say it together, group activity. Yeah,
0: one, one, two, three. Russell loves munching a sausage. Why are you not joining in? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you not joining in? Go back to, zip. Go back to flies. <laughs>
1: yeah, so flies can actually, in one lifetime, female flies can produce uh <laughs> eggs that are about six hundred flies worth in one short lifespan. Which I know, is... When
0: it was shot the other day I found out. Did you? Which is sausage
1: making.
0: <laughs> I mean I mean Russ. don't don't make sausages while the flies are about us no. Don't do that.
1: Russ. I'm so sorry for him.
0: I know. But right Right, sorry. Let me just let me just get this straight, right? Russ loves i have nothing to weren't related by blood. <laughs> uh, Russ loves making a munching sausage and suddenly it's my fault. Uh, uh, hold on. What at no point did I say I like munching sausages? Well you don't eat the sausages you make. I gave them to you and Daddy. <laughs> I like Manchester. I? I like I like good sausage. Anyway, on that note, question of the podcast this week is <laughs> question of the podcast this week. Podcast. Let's podcast. Uh, question. Of, I'm tired. I'm tired. Question of the podcast this week is What's the most unusual thing you've done that you really, really enjoyed? And you can get in touch in the following ways. On
1: Twitter, we're at All of Kindness. On Facebook, we're at The Kindness Project. If you want to find us on Google, it's The Kindness Project Podcast. If you want to go directly to the website without that Google FAF, it's www.thekindnessproject.co.uk. If you want to find our email without going to the Google FAF, all the way, website facts, it's all at uk. If you want to find us anywhere else, oh no, we don't have anywhere. Are
0: we? No, we don't, we don't. Uh, but you can find us in so many places. Um, uh, on that note, let's move on to kindness news. Oh, sorry, did you want to do it?
1: Kindness
0: news. Raj, do you want to do it? I'm busy munching the sausage, mates. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You could see him. Like, you could see him considering what his response was going to be as he reached. Uh, that. You, well, this is
0: what I love about producer Russ. Producer Russ, you know that he's, he's got a good answer because he licks his lips. Reaches for like he's eating a sausage, reaching <laughs> reaches <laughs> for the I mute button, reaches for his unmute, and then delivers a line so perfect. You know what? what was the other line he come up with that just made a square cut? I can't. That, that, that was a link between living on the edge and living on the veg. <laughs> living, yes, yeah, living bad. on the edge versus living on the veg. Genius. Right. So the this week's uh kindness news medical edition is of duty royal packworth nurse saves man who had heart attack An of duty cardiology nurse helped save a man's life after he collapsed with a uh, heart attack Miroslaw uh, Slaw apologies for the mispronunciation had the cardiac arrest shortly after leaving the shop in st ives cambridgeshire on the 21st of june he didn't breathe for eight minutes deputy sister claire chapman arrived within minutes of his collapse and helped give him cpr miss chapman from the royal Papworth hospital NHS Trust said she was glad she was there at the right time um uh, two of duty police officers were first on the scene after that miss chapman, chapman had just been shopping for tea that night she sure saw, saw a group of people. Uh, uh, as she left the shop, went over, found that somebody had collapsed, checked his pulse uh, and saw that the colour was uh, draining from his face. She said instinct kicked in. She went into autopilot, performing CPR in rotation with a couple of other people, and we managed to get uh, the man breathing again. Mr. Can you try and pronounce that? Zy- does Zy- Zyados was taken to Royal Patworth, Cambridge for a emergency insertion of stents to unblock his arteries. And his son Matthias and daughter-in-law Monica presented her with flowers to say thank you. The doctor wouldn't uh said that without Claire's actions, my father-in-law would not have survived. If it had to happen. We are so glad it happened when it did, when people were about to help. Miss Chapman <coughs> said, you hope to never use your CPR skills, but it's so important. We are all trained in case this happens. I'm just glad I was there at the right time. That is an amazing story. Um, and actually... It does make you think because i did cpr training and first aid training as a kid and i've never ever done it again like probably did it when i was sort of 11 or 12. um but we could all benefit from knowing what to do in an emergency don't we what are do you doing, matt yeah i totally agree um, but like i'm always saying Kay about the boys because we live near water it's essential that they learn to swim because kids love getting in war yeah 100 but but how dangerous war is it's essential that they know what to do yeah 100 uh, um, percent. and it's some of those just like life skills that i think we could all yeah, benefit like, from like, like that, is, it's well a i mean skill. i mean it's really interesting as well there's been a new law now I believe last week while we were away, when I was listening to UK radio while we were travelling around Europe, about um, there needs to be a defibrillator in every school in the UK. I see it. I see it. Yeah. And that's a great thing. Do you know what I mean? Making sure that... That potentially can save lives. 100%. I think they should have them on every ice cream as well. I think they're looking at seeing whether they can sort of get them at every workplace certainly yeah. i think well, would you, would you look at football in particular because they they're quite prominent in stadiums yeah, yeah. and the yeah. amount I of th- people that have been saved by having them on site i think part of the challenge is how do you use them? So I think I think any sort of... You know, we're not all going to be trained paramedics, nurses, yeah, or doctors, they, they but having, having some core first aid skills... Yeah. Uh, it seems quite is important. What do you think, Charlotte?
1: Um, I did, I think, one lesson of first aid, and they make you do these things where you watch the videos and, like... Oh, uh, what must you do in the case of emergency? And like... I don't ever remember doing first aid or CPR. I did it when I was in the couch.
0: I never did CPR. Yeah, I did, I did. I did a first aid course, and I got bad for it. No, I don't. Uh, I don't yeah. remember that.
1: I know you uh, were any... a good
0: swimmer. Anyway, on that note, let's move on to our interview. It's with Martha Lawton from the podcast Squanderlast um martha's an amazing lady brilliant at what she does um and we talk uh, a wide range of subjects But how to be kind to yourself around money uh is what is one of them but also how to um interestingly the conversation went on a number of um interesting tangents including uh uh adhd we spoke about and how to make sure that you were um, being kind to yourself when you um when you realize that you've got adhd so let's listen to part one of the podcast um uh and talk to martha martha thank you for joining us on the Kindness project how are you
2: I'm really well, good. I'm uh, enjoying having a cup of coffee with you, it's <laughs> nice to be here, it's a beautiful sunny day. You know
0: what, I mean we're recording this on a Friday morning, you just need a coffee don't you? I've you gone do- for a swim, which was nice, but a coffee on a, on a Friday morning is good, and what's your normal coffee of choice, what do you normally have?
2: I would normally have a decaf cappuccino, Okay. Uh, I have adhd which means i take a stimulant medication which means additional stimulants on top are not a good idea
0: i should have known that before we made you that coffee to be well, honest
2: <laughs> because i didn't take my meds this morning the coffee
0: I'm, might be useful
2: i'm topping myself up yes. with uh, caffeine
0: instead do you find that that actually using other stimulants helps like that have you got to be careful and imagine how does it work
2: i do have to be a wee bit careful with mixing and matching like that um apart from anything else it affects my blood pressure right so there's a real medical reason to not mess with that we're we're going way off topic we are we are
0: we're starting way off topic which is normal for the guy in this project which is good (laughs) and and help me understand when were you diagnosed with adhd when when do you uh, i
2: was diagnosed last uh january 2021 i was diagnosed quite
0: recently then it's really
2: recent yeah, yeah yeah um and it's been completely life-changing um yeah get it like getting glasses for my brain
0: yeah yeah so the diagnosis has helped you work massively. out what the challenge
2: yeah massively helped me
0: what did you assume it was before before you had the diagnosis
2: uh i thought i was Lazy, careless, a procrastinator Just not very good at life
0: Yeah, yeah
2: um, And I thought I was uh, I, th- I thought I was a bit scatty And disorganised and bad yeah. at time management Which is weird because I'd spent... Hours, days of my life learning systems to manage t- my time, manage projects, organise myself. Yeah. I'd put a huge amount of effort into those things, and it was just that my brain wasn't cooperating. Yeah. But I couldn't possibly have actually been lazy because the amount you were working of so
0: hard. Yeah, good. Gotcha. To
2: try and actually compensate was mm. huge.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah. So So. Uh, and again if I'm wrong tell me but the, uh, I, I'm just fascinated by this so is there an element of freedom in that diagnosis in terms mm. of sort of saying right well I know what the issue is now yeah. and I can do stuff to, to deal with it
2: massively yeah. it's, it's so validating it's so huge uh, it's allowed me to let go of a lot of shame yeah, yeah. Um, to you know I'm not questioning anymore what's the matter with me yeah 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 and instead, I am, as I said, I'm able to actually implement all of these systems that I learned for yeah. years and years. And make, and make them
0: more effective. And make them way
2: more effective because I know what qualities about them will be effective and what I need to do to compensate for the way my brain works.
0: And I think this might be a bit of a recurring theme actually because yeah. um, just those elements of our life that we, um, that we, sort of feel guilty about and sure. feel shame about that we just don't don't you know that getting to a point where you've got the freedom to say actually i'm going to make positive change is really interesting isn't
2: it sure yeah absolutely yeah to to stop working against your own, own nature natural, Yeah, and instead accept this is how i think this is how i work and i'm going to work with that Play to my strengths, yeah, and uh, and not fight that um, allows you to then put in place the kind of compensating systems. Yeah, instead of thinking, I mean, I have a saying: make willpower redundant. Yeah, um, one of the issues with ADHD is is a kind of reduced willpower, effectively. Gotcha. gotcha. Um, and so. This was always a saying of mine. I mean, I've I've been saying this for a long time, but I now really believe in it because I I have to do it.
0: Yeah, but, yeah, understand. Know, it, I mean, I mean that. Yeah, as you say. I mean, and, and again, we'll talk about. I'm pretty sure we'll talk about financial mm. wellbeing, but yeah, um, part of my own personal affirmation is if I don't need to think about my future financial plans that's great if I can automate yeah. as much as I can just, just automate it <laughs> just make sure it works and then just I haven't got to worry about it then you know it's Absolutely. one job off the list that I, I need to worry about Amen. Um, anyway yes. five minutes in we don't even know who you are Martha so you, we need to probably start and well, not start yeah. with a bit of an introduction so tell us a bit about you
2: sure okay so uh, I'm Martha, I am a financial educator and coach and I do a podcast called Squanderlust um, which is about the emotional side of money. I'm married, I live in northeast London, I like gardening and cooking spicy food. There we go, that's a pretty
0: amazing, like, amazing. broad so, introduction to me. Couple of questions on that. <laughs> spicy food what's your signature dish what's the dish where
2: what's my what's my signature spicy dish Hmm. so i went on a real thing a year or so ago about cooking different kinds of dal lentil curries okay uh, because it's cheap and delicious and healthy and i sort of scoured the internet for a whole bunch of different recipes and you think okay lentil curry how many different kinds can they be but basically every region of india every little area
0: has got a different yeah. version yeah yeah yeah
2: and so i have been learning how to make you know all these different
0: types of,
2: of lentil curries which are so you know, lentil
0: curry is, your, is that, your i would
2: say that is one of my kind of top okay yeah top dishes for like spicy delicious okay. spicy foods.
0: Yeah. and and what's the Lentil curry that you've found that is the one that you think you know I love that.
2: Um, There's a kind of a coconutty one with curry leaves in it that's very like, yeah, it's got a real, I don't know why, it's got a real kind of authentic flavour. I'm sure lots of them are. Completely authentic recipes. I like finding the ones that are written clearly written by somebody's auntie. You know? Yeah. They're like, <laughs> like the website yeah. is not beautiful. The photography is yeah. not beautiful. But
0: but but, but you know that delicious. somebody's mum has cooked exactly. that for about thirty years, and yeah, you know yeah, what? Yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the interesting thing because I mean, like, I mean. I mean as 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 most of our listeners probably know you know particularly if you're in the uk it might be different in your in the country you're listening to this from but a lot of the uh, curries we eat in restaurants mm. in the uk aren't actually indian are they no, they're Bangladeshi no. by nature because of the sort of nature of, of of the people who came over and ran them and mm. and it's interesting when you know i've got some indian friends but you go to an indian wedding and it's mm. just sort of like these amazing different flavors that mm. you just wouldn't have if you went to a conventional british indian restaurant it's exactly. just completely different
2: exactly yeah. so yeah so i i really love Discovering all those different flavours, really? and then yeah, trying something that, as you say, somebody's mum's been making for 30 years.
0: Amazing, love so it, love, it, love <laughs> it. What's the worst website you've seen with a curry? Uh, with a oh, curry.
2: Oh, the worst one. So there was one, and I, I I have managed to make the dish, and it was really delicious. I found this one that does a kind of um, like a creamy curry with uh, prawns and stuff in it. Okay. Really good, but. It was probably the ugliest website in a long time. <laughs>
0: Is there a correlation between how ugly the website like is to and how, how good th- the recipe
2: is? <laughs> yes, I think you can actually correlate those. Imagine. But also, but also, the recipe was written by somebody who's never tried to write a recipe down before, and it was—you didn't really have a proper ingredients list at the top.
0: Go chat, go chat. It was
2: very much like something random would appear halfway through, and like add <laughs> a pinch for that. of this.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Assuming you've got that Assuming in the cupboard. Assuming you've got it yeah. in the
2: cupboard. The quantities were definitely a bit like a pinch of this and a handful. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it yeah.
2: was like again, very much written by somebody's aunt. I love that. It was I love so that. good though.
0: At least it allows you a bit of flexibility though, right? Yeah. You know, the pinch could be like sort of anything like sort of large as well. Like? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, good. It was um, good. so tell me a little bit about sort of the work, bit more specifically about the work mm. you do. And why you started the podcast. Because okay. it is a not a not a particularly uh, uh, easy thing to do in terms of getting consistency on the podcast, right? Oh
2: gosh, yeah. And I've just missed an episode this week. <laughs> because my dad wasn't very well, and I didn't manage to get the episode out. Um, but it's okay; it'll come for early next week. That's that's how that's going to happen. Good, good. Um, yeah. So my work, I help people to have a happier and healthier relationship with money. Yeah. So. Unlike what you do, where you are all about sort of the technical side, and I know you do also engage people on a, a life planning yeah. level yeah. and you know talk to them about their goals, but you're very much ultimately about making I mean, it- them may- be plan with the products
0: that they need i mean so sort of the job is a combination of two and, and interestingly the work that we do is moving further in the day you know the uh, it's a weird one martha because like the sort of conversations i have now mm-hmm. are often more about life than money
1: yeah
0: but but using the technical expertise to help them live the life they want but you're primarily focused on making sure you're empowering people with the skills they need
2: to Absolutely. live happier
0: healthier lives and have a better relationship with money right
2: exactly exactly so I often talk to people about their day-to-day money management yes. um, and I talk to people about how are they how are they spending are they comfortable with that are they using money in ways that will help them to achieve their goals <laughs> and how do they feel about their money because Sometimes somebody has enough money and actually, financially, they're doing okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: But the way that they're using it is not making them happy.
0: Yeah, 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 And
2: they feel anxious and uncomfortable um, and they need some, some support to talk through Yeah. That, those feelings or maybe there are issues within their relationship around money.
1: Yeah, yeah so they
2: need to talk about how are they and their partner going to navigate financial decision making better yeah 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 so it's it's all about yeah helping people around the, the feelings side of it and, and how some technical stuff as well
0: and how how does that conversation so start specifically?
2: oh um it well it starts by asking what do people need to talk about what why did they come see me? Yeah, you know, we yeah, need yeah. to start with where, what does someone want to achieve from this conversation? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I can, and try and, and work out how they can get there. Yeah. Uh,
0: and typically how it might start for somebody who's come to see you, what, what would be the, the, you know, the pain point where they're going, you know what, this is now getting to a point where this I need to do something about that. This is silly and
2: I need to that. do something about it. So there's, there's a few things, um, one would be somebody who's realised that they are consistently overspending, they've got, they know they've got enough money, yeah. they know they're know they not in problem debt where they're likely to miss payments and, yeah. and be in that kind of um, struggle but they, they are not building up savings and building wealth in a way that they absolutely could. If yep. they changed how they manage their money. Yeah. And they need to rethink that kind of habitual day to day stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: But they're not sure how to get going. And potentially they have really conflicting personal priorities. Okay. Um, so you get a lot of people who have never really thought about the most important personal priorities, and so there's Always a justification for spending, yeah. because they can pick and mix
0: yeah, from yeah, yeah, gotcha. priorities to justify
2: yeah. any given spend.
0: I th- you know why? I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because a lot of a lot of the work that um, you know, yeah. When I'm thinking about it's stuff, um, a lot of the spending people do it's habitual isn't mm. it they've just Absolutely. got into yeah, the yeah, stage yeah, yeah, yeah. where they assume that they're they're um they need you know they need to spend what, spending on what they've all, always Obviously. or what it seems like they've always spent on so yes. how do you break that connection and what do you do to break that connection
2: uh so it's a it's so personal it's so personal i do tend to start with people's values yeah what do you what do you really value what do you really want in your life and I will get people to have a think about that I look for where people feel compelled to spend
0: yeah yeah
2: um, because that can be a sign that there's something else going on psychologically yeah, yeah so if somebody really feels like they're compelled to spend if their children ask them
0: yeah, yeah.
2: if somebody feels like um yeah if if somebody feels in some way unsafe if they don't spend yeah 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 um then we can you know have a bit of a conversation and i'm not a therapist right yeah but we can have a bit of a conversation around
0: explore some some of those explore some of
2: that stuff um and i will get people to do things like um do a comparison like a a pairwise what they call pairwise ranking which is a really boring business term okay. but it's basically saying so if you can only have one of these two things which one do you keep okay cool
0: i've never heard of that before pairwise ranking
2: yeah so right. you make a list of all of the
0: all and you go things would you have this from, or this
2: yeah and yeah. you just keep on creating
0: that, a duo see i i psychologically that's really interesting because you're removing the complexity yeah of some of those financial decisions because as you say, if you've got a hundred things you could spend on, yeah. trying to choose one to get rid of is difficult, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So
2: you're trying to create the the, the order. What's the most important? To the least important? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then say, okay, well, what can you actually afford from within these?
0: Go gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And what you what
2: and you've said these are the most important. So you know, what are you going to keep?
0: Really interesting. I, I the the, the i mean I, I sort of um i i i had a i had a wry smile my podcast, podcast <laughs> listeners won't uh won't have seen this when you said about the kids right because my two <laughs> girls charlotte who owns the podcast with me is 18 now Sophie's 10 um there's always that kind of and i always have this conversation about saying you know particularly if you've grown up with um uh not that much yeah. and you've got you you've sort of built an economic machine that allows you to have a bit more um you you want to make sure your kids are have opportunities and you know and the opportunity yeah. to have really good experiences but you also want to teach them the values that potentially they might lose if they're given too much
2: exactly and
0: i yeah. I, I you know as a as somebody who's sort of uh, in that position and and this is really important to say. As people who talk about um, talk about money and help people with money, we're not perfect. Oh are we? no 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 no! <laughs> oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> and it's just it's that weird one where you go, I don't know what to say about that. Genuinely, how do you make sure? Mm, I think being conscious of it is interesting. That's being,
2: the most important. Yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah. And is it that consciousness? Is it that just thinking about it then just helps you make those decisions as you move forward?
2: Massively. Yeah. So a lot of what I'm doing is bringing to the surface stuff that is a kind of murky jumble in people's heads somewhere that yeah. they haven't had a way of bringing out, examining and then thinking clearly about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so giving people a space to, to have that conversation with somebody who's not judging, who's not trying to sell them anything. Yeah, yeah who doesn't have any motivation other than... I want to help. I want to help, yeah. Yeah. That is the thing that makes a big difference with people.
0: And is that what gets you out of bed in the morning? What is it about what you do that really floats your boat?
2: It's giving people peace of mind.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, It's
2: seeing people relax and shed that sense of shame because a lot of people feel a lot of shame around money. There's this weird perception a lot of people have that everyone else can do money and I can't. Yeah. And you know, everyone else is a grown-up about money and I feel like a little kid.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. and that you know, we could go on for for hours about why that is, but but that is a really common feeling. If you feel like that
0: that is most people most do. Most people feel like Mo- most people do, including and as I say, you know, yes. I'll, I'll let Martha speak to it for herself. <laughs> but including people who do this for a living, you Absolutely. know, But like we are, we are. I mean, I, I just yeah, I think what we need to do is just have more opening on these conversations about saying, but part of us in life, make it up as we go along and just try our best. You know, there are no,
2: there are no grown-ups.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Every- yeah. Everyone
0: is a kid and a up suit yeah <laughs> um, I, you know, I mean i mean i have I've just I've, i i i i i don't know whether i've got grown-up clothes to be honest but <laughs> um but yeah but yeah just just saying look, we are like you know that you do build experience you do build knowledge you know sure. we are good at helping people but i think part of that is just saying you know it is human to sort of not get this stuff perfect but yeah. moving to a Better place exactly. by taking incremental steps is what we want to be. What exactly. we want to be doing. So tell yeah. me a bit about the podcast then. Why yes. what made you start so,
2: it? Yeah. So the podcast is about the emotional side of money, the psychology of money, which wasn't a topic that was being discussed a lot when we got started in 2019. It's, yeah. I'm seeing a lot more discussion of that topic now.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's amazing. I'm really, really thrilled by this. Uh, people who have much bigger platforms than me are talking about it now as well, which is great. Uh, so it was started between myself and a friend. And yeah. She is. she's moved on to other projects now, and it's me and usually a guest. Sometimes yeah. I talk on my own now. Um, and we pick a topic to go deep on in each episode. Okay. So that might be a bit of behavioural science that affects how people think about money and we'll talk a bit about some of the evidence and the experiments behind it but we'll also talk about the implications. Yeah. And fundamentally it's a self-help podcast. So we always try to end every episode with tips, yeah. advice, what could you take from this and what can you do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and we've had... So we also have sort of people's stories... We've had um, a couple of really good episodes with a clinical psychologist who does relationship therapy. So we've done one on money secrets that was really interesting. Interesting.
0: Between couples. Between or, couples yeah, interesting. Um,
2: which was so that was super interesting. So how people end up keeping secrets about money.
1: Yeah, yeah. What kind of
2: secrets they keep and what happens when a secret is revealed. Yeah in yeah. some way, whether it's found out or whether it's it told. Yeah um and we've had um like we had an author come on talk about her book because her novel was all about right okay kind of money and and, yeah, and the, the secrets, the, the around, secrets that. around that which was yeah. really fun um yeah and so many so many different fun interesting people
0: I, I love it i love it and I, i always find that i always learn a lot from thank you. speaking to to um to my guests including yeah. including you martha I'm, I'm i'm really enjoying this conversation yes yes i am
2: I mean, genuinely
0: insightful uh, no 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 i appreciate it i, I was i was going to go more generic and then just I, I thought you might give me a chance to go specific but clearly not uh, no, no, no.
2: gianty
0: yeah yeah i i i, I, I I really appreciate the fact that you said I'm absolutely brilliant, Chris, but um, <laughs> no, 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 I was going to get there. I was going to get there eventually. All you did, Smarter, was just nudge it along the way. You know, that's absolutely fine. I don't know. The people we get on, um, but yeah, no, but, but, but but, 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 but no, that is definitely starting. Russ, right. I'm, I'm speaking directly to Russ, the producer. That is standing, Right. Um, but, in terms of, um, apart from the fact that you're clearly amazing, uh, what have you learnt the most? <laughs> can I just take that coffee away now is that what I'm doing um apart from apart from the um apart from the sort of just the I suppose you know when we when we started the kindness project part of it was um just thinking about the subject of empathy Mm. and kindness helped us become a little bit more (laughs) empathetic and kind yeah but the Biggest win for us. You're just speaking to loads of amazing people, yeah, clearly, yeah. including you, Martha, about the uh, about the uh, about the particular subject. What yeah. have you learnt during the process of interviewing your guests?
2: Oh wow! Um, Either
0: about you or about the work you do. Or about
2: the work I do. So, funnily enough. W- this wasn't a thing I learned, but I one of the values of doing the podcast is it keeps me accountable in my own yeah. finances for behaving in the way I talk about in, in the show, which is really valuable. Um, I think probably one of the most interesting financial ideas was something that a listener sent in right. quite early on, which was the idea of a financial set point. Okay. Um and that is essentially that if you're if you keep finding yourself back at the same financial situation repeatedly right. um that is your set point. Right. Um it's essentially your financial comfort zone.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. And
2: it means it's something to think about. So some people don't have one. Lots of people, you know, plenty of people who don't have one and their finances just kind of, you know, they think rationally and they do what they need to do and they grow their money I, over time.
0: Well, I mean that 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 I mean that is true, but I don't think anybody is a hundred percent rational about all the oh, decisions goodness, no, they make. No, no,
2: no. Um, but if you are somebody who keeps on coming back to the same point yeah, with your finances, yeah, yeah. then you probably have this so kind it's of a financial default. default yeah, section. gotcha. And even if you earn more you'll default back to spending until you get back to that amount. Yeah, yeah, Um, And I realised I had a really low financial set point. My set point had been set when I was a student.
0: Right, interesting.
2: And so my financial comfort zone was a kind of look if i've got a couple of hundred quid in the bank so that i can deal with like yeah. a little problem if it turns out yeah,
0: yeah 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 i'm okay. comfortable yeah 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 and i'll be comfortable so as the life as the life develops your mental you know yeah your mental zip point when it comes to money, is like, I don't need to worry about that because when I was a student, I was I was okay with I that level okay of yeah, that. interesting.
2: Because at that point, my mom and dad would have
0: rescued yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I yeah.
2: hadn't really mentally moved on to a kind of adult position yeah. of look, I own my home. Yeah. I need yeah. to have money yeah. in case the boiler breaks. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. I also need to be building.
0: I like that concept. Yeah, that set the point time. of. Yeah. Just you know, this is this is where I'm I'm actually comfortable. Yeah. Um uh not taking into effect that your life might have changed, completely over time. changed over time. Interesting.
2: And so that was really mind-blowing for me. And and I think realising it is something that can completely change your mm. behaviour because the minute you see that you say, Oh, that's not that's not an appropriate set point. And some people some pe- I mean, I could put a number on mine, right? I, I, yeah. I could say, okay, it's, it's 200 quid in the bank. For some people, it's a percentage of what their income is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And so for some people, the percentage is actually higher than oh, sure. their income.
0: Right, okay, so yeah. So their
2: set point is more than they have at all times, but also recedes into the distance. Right. The more they chase it, so it's never enough.
0: Sure, 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 sure.
2: Um, and, some and that
0: creates a bit of an emotional that, challenge. In exactly. Terms of, yeah, they yeah, never yeah.
2: feel safe. They never feel yeah, yeah. comfortable. They're always chasing. And for some people, the financial set point is a negative. Yeah, value, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: they are perpetually in debt.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, because their set point is perpetually lower.
0: Yeah. and
2: if their income rises, they actually get into more debt.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because 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 the set the point set is point related is, to yeah, income.
2: But it is a negative.
0: Interesting. Um, interesting. And so
2: again, earning more will only get them into more debt rather than like. That know.
0: makes sense actually. Yeah. And it's interesting that uh, sort of my my sort of the, the clients we deal with who are typically in pretty good financial mm-hmm. situations. Um, uh, part and again this is definitely a first world problem, but part sure. of the some of the challenges I face with my clients is um they've always been really well disciplined when it comes to money. Mm. They've got the stuff on their bag, at least they want to achieve, and trying to get them to spend yeah. is sometimes a challenge because we send up you know, we've done the planning, you know, we've done uh. the sort of analysis, you're never gonna run out of money again. Shall we spend some more? I think part of the challenge is that um, uh, these sort of things aren't imme- Like that, that emotional transition mm. isn't something you can do immediately, is it? No. So how long does it like how long when it, you're working with a client might it take for them to transition from a you know a fixed standpoint emotionally that they've been in for potentially a couple of decades or more Ooh. through to something where they go, you know what? I feel a bit more how comfortable. How
2: long is a piece of string?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Some people as you say, so some people have been in that mindset for a really long time. Yeah. And the the longer we've been in it and the more habituated we are to it, the the harder it's gonna to be to make a change. That also though is affected by other circumstances. So if other things in their life are changing at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and there are other kind of external circumstances that are changing, they'll be in a change point. Where they'll be more comfortable yeah, to, yeah, um, to consider something different because everything's up in the air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Whereas if nothing else is changing, and this is the only thing it, you're pushing against, a lot more resistance.
0: Gotcha. In some ways. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um. But it is. So for some people, it, it can be quite quick if they're really ready and they've done a lot of. I guess thinking about themselves on a on that kind of personal level yeah. before if they've been doing a lot of personal development anyway
0: so that was part one of the podcast what do you think it was good yeah but it was good um, and then uh it is
1: here's the end of another podcast the end is never true the end is always the beginning of something entirely new
0: it is and uh, this uh, last week's question of the podcast was inspired. By um a night out we had in Riga, yes. um a couple of weeks ago, um where the band actually played Hey Jude at the end of the night, which I think is the best song to end a uh, end a concert. What do you think? Max? What's your favourite song? To end well, a I've only ever been to one live concert, and and they uh, and it was a uh, Michael Jackson, wasn't it? And he, well, he, he do, played... do you... He played the Beatles "Come Together." That's good. That's good. That was a fabulous version of that. I don't remember that, but yeah. I do remember he wore an astronaut suit yeah. at one point and took off. Oh, well, that was that was the history tour back in '92, wasn't it? We went and see it in '93 when it was just ending, but it started in '92. Interesting. Interesting. So we had a few answers to this. Chris Bud said he's played in covers bands for 10 years. Uh, he's tried various songs but the ones went down the best were Daydream, Believer and It Must Be Love Mike Milton said love will tear us apart, is his favourite Heidi Ball said good Riddance." I don't know if I've heard that, what's that Uh, and John Cook said still crazy after all these years, I just cried thinking about it, that my friends is the end of another podcast, hope you have a lovely and amazing week and we'll see you next time on the Guinness Projects
1: Bye.